Across the fields of Saren rests the lone tree, a blackened husk, a shadow of its former self. A layer of ash settled on its boughs and in the remains of the village that once surrounded its roots with life and laughter. Outside the circle of ash, a river runs fast and clear on one side, poisoned and clogged on the other. A simple stone bridge spans the width of the water, the remains of a battle fought but days ago littered about the structure. A man in an orange cape bearing the Caspian crest, a silver crown above broken chains, walks amongst the remains of the battle, trying to gather a picture of the events with practiced eyes. This man is Sir Ollian Arrows, the king of Caspian's best ranger. He stalks the history of the battle, following it to its conclusion. A hand covers his mouth in surprise and concern when he finishes. Two men did most of this by themselves? The king himself must know, he murmured to himself. Sir Arrows stood and turned to take in the burnt tree in the distance, hoping the king's new allies might soon finish their business. He hoped to be on the road soon. Under the scorched roots, three of the four figures in cloaks whispered to each other in wonder and in fear. Well, it is simply not possible. Mortals can't burn, consume, or drain ley lines, hissed one, her voice sharp and feminine. It's certainly what it looks like, though, a second voice intoned as if trying to discern the monetary value of the new discovery through sight alone. The third figure lifted his scaly hand from under his cloak to silence the two before they got into further debate. Just because it has not been done before does not mean it is impossible. This is a new power, one that we, the mages scholars, must both fully fully understand and, and use, use for the betterment of the most people possible. The other two mages nodded under their hoods, as if to reaffirm their commitment to the college, and readjusted their cloak fasteners shaped in the college's symbol, a vertical eye growing from twisted antlers. The fourth member of the college stood apart from the trio, only half listening to their conversation. She reached out and touched the lone tree, running her hand along the trunk, leaving it covered in what looked like charcoal. She lowered her hood gently, revealing her half-elven face, young still, but the first signs of age were creeping around the edges. Her long brown hair tied back and green eyes full of worry. All Tilda could do was whisper, Oh, Etni, what have you done? <laughs>